Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It is about that time to coach, heal, and motivate the mind, body, and spirit with the unstoppable Welcome to another episode of Coach Your Motivate Podcast. Now I'm your host, HD3. It's time to coach the mind, heal the body, and motivate the spirit so that we can remove the blockages that are preventing us from creating forward movement in our life so that we can step into our higher purpose where we go from unmotivated to motivation and to stepping into the self-discipline mode so that we can become that phoenix rising so that we can let go of the old and become the new version of who we're meant to be. Now, if you have to check out my website, go ahead and visit it at www.coachhillmotivate.com and my podcast, which is at www.coachhillmotivatepodcast.com where I'll be streaming my episodes weekly on Tuesdays on Spotify, Pandora, iTunes, Deezer, all digital platforms out there so it's available to you. And check out my social media accounts at Facebook.com. You can look for that Coach Hill Motivate. Look me up on Instagram, Coach Hill Motivate. Without any further ado, let's get to the message. HD3, Coach Hill Motivate, Phoenix Rising. We all like to believe that life is about balance, balancing our career, balancing our income, our family, our own personal mindset. So we try to strive in life to have balance in all areas. But we got to ask ourselves, what is balance? An equal give and take, right? That's what we're looking for. But like they say in the real world, it's not always equal. So we have to restructure things, move things around to get our minds in order. For instance, you may have that job where it may have been an eight hour, 10 hour day job. You got to do overtime. You got to spend time with your kids, spend time with your significant other, sleep. And sometimes there's just not enough time in a day. So we find ourselves getting stressful. We're always saying there's not enough time in the day to get things done. What am I going to do? To continue to move forward. To have this balance. Well. We can say it's about time management. We can say it's about this or that. But we got to really take a good look at our life. And see what are some of the things that we're doing too much of. And not enough of. And how much time do we have. To figure that out. In time management. In order to rebalance our life. Through these challenges. That we're going through. Because we can easily say you know what. I'll wait for that to die down and I'll get back to it. But we know nine times out of 10, it's not how it's going to happen. So we got to have to figure out how to balance this. For some of us, it might be to change careers that is more in alignment with our mind, our body, and our spirit. Some of us are going to have to be, a, be able to have to time manage to decide, you know what? I'm going to dedicate this much time to this specific activity. Then I'm going to go to this activity. 
But we got to be able to figure out a way not to wear ourselves out in the process. Now, I'd like to discuss, there are different modalities that we can go about it. Because sometimes we're going to be at that job. We're going to have to deal with our own personal life and figure out how to rebalance that in our own internal structure, which is about self-care. Because that's where it starts. It starts with self-care. We have to take care of our mind, our body, and our spirit to keep ourselves in alignment. So what are some of the things? We have Reiki. We have therapy. Going for hikes. Going out in nature. um, Giving yourself just a mental clarity. Something different to do to step outside of that bubble. And decide what works for you and what doesn't. Because sometimes the things that we have going on in our life, some things we can cut out. To make that balance move forward. So today's topic, we will be discussing rebalance through challenges. I have a special guest today. Her name is Amber Jensen. You can also check out our website at amberjensen.com. That's A-M-B-E-R-J-E-N-S-O-N.com. Amberjensen.com. So that's with an O, not an E. So today's topic, rebalance through challenges. HD3, Coach Hill Motivate. Thank you and welcome you for being on HD3 um, Coach Hill Motivate Podcast. Um, where I came up with the Coach Hill Motivate Podcast, the theory comes from coach the mind, heal the body, and motivate the spirit. Because I believe the mind, body, and spirit is who we completely are. And when we engulf ourselves in that and we're balanced, it's easier to travel through this crazy road called life. Because mm-hmm. I've seen it, you know, I was before in that rat race of life where I was chasing myself, trying to figure out who I was. Then when I finally thought I figured out who I was, it changed again and again and again. And, you know, we just got to keep that balance going. And I would say for me, the past few years have been very transformational for me because I went from being a IT manager to being a guy who's like, what do I want to do with myself? This is boring. I feel no purpose. And so as I laid on my bed one day, I was told you're meant to speak to people. And I was like, I have nothing to say. What what can I talk about? You know, and you're like, okay, who am I? What am I? And it took a lot of time to actually dig deep within my soul, which was scary because a lot of trauma starts to resurface that you get to see how you became who you are. And like, wait a minute, I guess I do have a story. (laughs) And so I just built that foundation from there over the past few years, which I can say has been exciting. And it's been pushing me away from my actual old career path into being a speaker and actually changing my business management degree, IT degree to a psychology degree. So working on that part, which they got only have to take the electives now because all my old credits transferred over. But psychology to help me understand others, help me understand myself and utilizing those techniques, the life coaching and the awakening process that I've been through. So that's what the whole coach heal motivate processes came from. I love it. It's perfect. I can relate so much. (laughs) So I totally get it. And I love how you came up with that. It's beautiful. Yes. So tell me now that you've heard about the HD3 coach heal motivate, tell us about yourself. 
Yeah. So I'm Amber Jensen and I'm a certified uh, life and health coach. And um, I also have a master's degree in psychology. I told you I could relate to a lot of this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, and then I have an extensive background in human resources. So I was also in the corporate world uh, doing human resources and just really um, kind of the same awakening where what I was doing was no longer feeling like I was serving others in the way that I wanted to, and also like feeding my soul in the way that I wanted to. Um, and so that, that's how I kind of got into life coaching and health coaching. Although when I, when I left my corporate world, I didn't know what I was going to do either. So, um, it just kind of evolved to that. Um, so yeah, so after leaving there, I've gone on this adventure of entrepreneurship and creating a business and, um, getting the message out, the message to people to like you, like live, the life that, you know, they were meant to live that their best life. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I truly understand exactly what you're saying right there. And with that, I call it for me, I call it this spiritual awakening process because that's exactly what it went through. It was like a complete 180 from what you thought you were to finding your true self, which is painful at times, at times, but the biggest reward out of it came to be who we are right now, which I think is a blessing in itself. You know, and that's why I feel like you said the biggest key words, how can we feel like our soul is being fed as well as being able to feed other souls out there, too, because that's where I believe the fulfillment come from. It's not the money. It's not the house, the cars. It's who we are, which the world said, you have to be in a rush. You have to go to work. You have to hurry up and get there. Forget about yourself. On to the next, on to the next. And I'll be honest, as much as I'm in technology, I don't like it that way because it's too much of a rush. It's like. We just created this, created that. Like, I'm still trying to learn six phones ago. You know, yeah. it's like, it's too much. We don't have a break. It's like, now it's like, how can I show others a, a way that can help them to relax? Like for me, um, one of the biggest fun facts I would say that now everybody knows that about me is I love to go to Sedona. That was like my biggest eye opener when I first went there. I was nervous, but I went there and said, I didn't know how to meditate. This is three years ago, but I sat there on a mountain and just threw my hands up and said, you know what? Help me to release whatever. And I'll admit some crazy winds shot up behind my back. It scared me. I was hearing these little sounds. I was like, what's going on here? You know, but it, it, and then it just opened me up a lot. And I remember that night when I went to sleep and I woke up, I just felt different. You know, it felt like for the first time I actually enjoyed nature. I felt like I'd have to worry about a cell phone, nobody calling me. And that's like, this is the balance that I can see. It's like started to get you there, you know? So for me, my first, first fun fact was stepping out of my old, stepping into my new by just going to Sedona out of the whim and just enjoying it, laying down on the rocks all day, meditating, didn't know what I was doing, but it felt great. You did it right then. That's, yeah. that's what matters. You did it right. Yeah. <laughs> if you walked away with all of that. <laughs> so what would be like a fun fact that you would like our, like our audience to know about you? Yeah. So I love being outside, so I can relate to that too. It's funny. Um, so I actually got to work in the Grand Teton National Park, uh, which is in Wyoming in the United States, um, for about six months. And it was an adventure where, yeah, kind of like finding yourself, right? So yeah. I went out there and um, worked when I was, I was younger and um, really had an opportunity to see that I was powerful and capable and could do these things on my own. And um, um, did some backcountry back camping with a few other girls, which um, I'm surprised we didn't get eaten by a bear, to be honest. Uh, but we survived, so we were meant to be here. Um, but yeah, it was it was a really great thing and an experience that I don't think a lot of people would have. And and with that, just being out in nature and getting to see the beauty and you know how amazing our world is. We yeah. are so yeah, we're so caught up on our phones that we're not actually experiencing it. And so exactly. <laughs> it was like this opportunity to experience a new place and see the beauty around me and not be so caught up on electronics. So Time to rebound.
rebalance those chakras. You heard me right. Rebalance those seven chakras that is within to keep us in that forward movement and growth in our life. So if you're interested in Reiki, head over to TrinityVibes.com where you can find out more about Reiki and different quartz stones that you can utilize to help to balance out the mind, the body, and spirit. That is TrinityVibes.com, spelled T-R-E-N-I-T-Y-V-I-B-E-S.com, TrinityVibes.com. That's my fun fact. I got to work in the in the national park. <laughs> yes, and trust me, I understand that. That's like the biggest relief. And it's, a lot of people always ask me, "How do I stay balanced?" I say to myself sometimes. Sometimes I don't feel balanced, but it's the techniques that we try to strive for every day. And I would say, for me, um, becoming a Reiki master started off as a Reiki level one, level two, and then be, finally becoming a Reiki level three master. That was like, I say that was my go-to afterwards. You know, I had the Reiki done on me and I was like, I know I have gifts. Let me move forward and see how this feels. And to me, stepping into Reiki and then meeting other people that was like, I call it the collective group of other people who are practitioners, sound baths. And that was my go-to for balance. So when I would get off work, I would literally call up my friend and say, you know what? Are you having a sound bath? Are you doing a Reiki? I want to be a part of it. I don't care if I get paid. It was like that in the beginning. Oh, yeah, we're doing a group here. We're doing a group here. And the more I got involved and they had the Reiki circles, the different groups, the farmer's markets, that became my new my new norm on the weekends or on Tuesdays and Fridays. That became my new norm. So it relaxed me. So when I would go back to work, I would feel a lot better. But at the same token, others would feel my energy as well. So things started to shift around me that I didn't notice. So that was like my go-to balance right there, you know, to try to get into my journey. That was like just the beginning among other things. So that was like a great balance right there that I would tell people is like, you got to give that me time, you know, find out what works for you. You know, how do you get there to that level? So, you know, so for you, so like, what is your, balance what is it that keeps you um balanced and what do you like to do that would probably help others to see okay what can i do to make my day better and feel less stress yes well i will say i don't think that we ever achieve balance i think we're always in a state of rebalancing right yeah. like <laughs> like we we realize oh i gotta do a little bit more of this or that so so i say that because i think striving to be in balance may or may not be achievable and i think if we could take the pressure off and just say it's a state of rebalancing it feels yeah. easier um personally. So, right. Like I do meditation and that can sound really scary, but I do it for like 10 minutes and I sit outside and I just close my eyes and listen. And so, so meditation doesn't have to be this like scary thing or this, Oh my gosh, am I doing it right? Or am I doing it wrong? And, but it's, it's opening up to what's present. And so for me, I use my ears. And so I listen for all the little sounds and like I said, 10 minutes, right? Like it can make a huge difference. If I have longer, you'll find me out in the woods. I love hiking. Um, and I, that's where I refresh and recharge and, you know, there's science behind the trees and helping us and trees are good for us. So we should get out there and be in them. Um, that's a topic for another day probably, but, um, so being out in nature, you know, moving my body so that the energy that's kind of stuck from the week gets out, right? Like we yeah. expend it. We're getting the fresh air, um, you know, getting to just be in away from our phones and in the actual world that that is here for us, that's been given to us. So I'm a I'm an out, outdoors kind of girl. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate to that right there. Outdoors, I believe, you know, getting our vitamin D, being out there in the sun it builds us up. It makes us happy. That inner energy. It's amazing that when you can go out in nature, be around trees, plants, even the fact that before, when I wasn't into nature, it was always that fear. Oh, there might be an animal here. or there might be a bug here. When you let go of that, it does not bother you. And one, two animals in particular, when I bring that up that I've always run into, I see the doves in the trees all the time. I believe that they follow me. I know they're about peace and tranquility. And my other little buddies that I've always run to is squirrels. Now, I did not notice for years, squirrels have always came near me. And I always thought it was kind of cool to see them. But after going through my journey, I'm like, you know what? These squirrels are looking at me. So I'm going to stand there and three of them just came. And I'm watching them. They running around. Got my phone out. I filmed them because I had to film this. And I felt a connection. 
And, you know, before nah, I get these animals get away from, but you don't realize how much of a connection we actually have with nature and in the animals that are in nature. And one of my friends, um, she does a lot of meditation and um, going out in nature too. And the squirrels started coming towards her also as well. And she said, Mirvito, look, the squirrels are coming towards you just like they did me. And she's actually feeding them. And, you know, they're coming up back and forth. She has her daughter with her. And then they took off and do their things. But the average person would have been like, why would you go near them? They're this, they're that. It's not like that when you connect. And, you know, and you can feel that connection. You can see it. It's just like you said, you have to just listen and just take it all in. That's what I believe is taking it all in. And you hit a key point when you say rebalance, because. When I say that I try to balance, guess what happens? <laughs> it goes the other way. So technically, it is a rebalance. And, you know, and it's not scary to say to rebalance because life is everything mixed together, but don't let it get you in a negative formation. And one of the key things that I like to talk to people about is mentors, life coaching, um, therapy, uh, counseling you know, it's talking to other individuals who are outside of our box because the old stigma of, oh, you can't, you shouldn't have a life coach or you shouldn't have a psychologist. It's, 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 it's backwards thinking as a way I see it because we don't know ourselves and we can't always see ourselves unless we look in the mirror. And even then we don't see what's really there and having those extra set of eyes to understand who we are to help us guide us to the next direction. Like you said, it's like a, like a sports figure, they're going to have a coach. I don't care how great LeBron is. He has to have a coach. I don't care how great Floyd Mayweather may have been. He has to have a coach. I have to have a coach. The healer has to get healed. So from your perspective, and I know you understand it because we're in the same field. Tell me about your life coaching practice, your business. What do you do and how can you help others to, to understand that this is something that can help elevate their life? Yeah. Well, first I'll just say, right. People think that having help means that they're weak or that something's wrong with them. And I just like to reframe that for people, um, in the sense of we were all given gifts, right? We all have our strengths. And so I, you know, I always say it's almost a gift to let that person, that life coach, that psychologist, that counselor, whatever it is, give their gift to you, right? Like, like let them use their gifts to support you. If we were meant to be the only person on the planet, we would be like, we're all here to help each other and connect and, and be together. So I'll just say that like first, you know, getting over that feeling that it's a sign of weakness or something. I actually think it's a sign of, um, making like of greatness because you're, you're in tune enough to make yourself want to be better. And you're not afraid to take that step. So, so I help people. I speak. I help people one-on-one. I do group coaching. Right now, I have a hiking group going on. So <laughs> we're actually going out in the woods and I'm teaching people how to connect with nature and reconnect with themselves and disconnect from, you know, <laughs> electronics a little bit. Um, and so, so really what I focus on is helping busy professionals who feel like they're on the verge of burnout. They have a hard time giving themselves me time, right? <laughs> I help them really see how to fit that into their lives. We're all different and we can read yeah. a book and we can look at an app, but that doesn't tell us, it, it doesn't hone in on what we need, right? Like yes. us specifically. So, so I really help people kind of figure that out. How do they fit that self-care in whatever form it is, doesn't yeah. have to be the status quo, um, <laughs> into their life and then really start to get their energy back and find their happiness and joy again and, and start living that life and, and being a better employee, right. Being, yeah. being better in all they do. So, so that's really what I focus on. And I do it in that variety of ways. I also go into corporations and organizations and do employee wellness, um, talks. So, you know, really trying to get out there and help people see that it's possible and it doesn't have to be hard to do something good for them. Like the 10 minutes I talked about, right? Like 10 minutes, just 10 minutes, try it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, when you speak about the 10 minutes, that is so accurately, so accurate because it's funny. Because one thing I learned when I was going through my process of understanding, you know, how our brain actually work and function, like Right before we go to bed, setting that intention and giving yourself that 10 minutes of time right there. And also when you're waking up, resetting your intention when you first wake up that first 10 minutes. So for me, it's like when I first get up, I'm setting that intentions 
on how I want to feel, how I'm, I'm basically, I'm starting off grateful to be grateful. Cause I believe without gratitude, you cannot get anything positive. You have to be in a great, you, know, you have to be grateful for what you have. So that 10 minutes of being grateful, focusing on you, giving that me time, getting through the day, nighttime. And I like that transition. Cause right before you go to bed, you're shutting off the world and you're setting your attention. You go through your dream world, you wake up and you reset the attention again. So if you think about the cycle, it's that reprogramming our mindset, which helps out a lot. And, and then what I've noticed is like when I used to go on breaks at my old jobs, I would just go on breaks and just do whatever. My breaks became my me time. Like, okay, I have this 15 minutes. I'm going to either sit outside or go to my car, whatever it is. And I'm just going to redirect my focus and let that happen. Part of my lunchtime, I was in, started to incorporate that throughout my day because it helped me to rebalance the energies, you know, that I'm dealing with, with everybody around me. And of course, I started to get into crystals and stones and aromatherapy. So I would wear my crystal quartz, of course, tourmaline, have stuff at my desk. So I was building, I was building my world around me. So even if there was times when I was just like, okay, you know what? I know I'm not feeling good. Let me go step aside. Just remember that today is going to eventually end because you have those days where, okay, this day is going to eventually end, but let me just try to calm down as much as possible. But I also like to incorporate other modalities in there because it's very helpful. And what I noticed it did was I saw a lot of shifts, especially even with music. I start to really listen to like what I was listening, like, wait a minute, that just sounds a little bit too negative. So for a while, I wouldn't listen to the radio. (laughs) And so then I said, what can I listen to? So that's when I started listening to a lot of motivational speakers. And then I would listen to like different frequency sounds, nature sounds, and it felt good. And I came from my own personal experience. I came to a personal um, conclusion that not only just doing that part, I have to change things in my environment because music affect me, TV affect me. And I have to choose and be more discern, use discernment towards what I'm going to watch and listen because that's what my soul has been fed. And I didn't realize that, you know, down to the foods and, right. and doing the fasting. And this is something that I would, I usually tell people like, you know, I detox myself. I give myself a three day water only fast. And then I transition back into the fruits and the vegetables and I hardly eat meat. So it's like, when I eat it now, it's kind of like, it's okay. But before I used to just, but it's like the sole purpose. I'm like, I don't want to touch it. But I noticed it made me feel a lot better. You know, it's like it feels like your power come back. And then I would just start into the next regimen. Even when I would tell people about personal training in the gym, I said, the first thing you should do is detox your body. Spend a week to just detox yourself first. Clear yourself out. You know, don't rush to go get the supplements or go to the gym. Clear yourself out first because it feels a lot better when you have that clean slate. So there's like some of the activities that I like to incorporate in there. You know, I like the holistic approach towards things now because it makes, for me personally, it makes me feel younger, makes me feel more active. And I feel like I have a clear mind, even if the day is not great to the outside world. For me, it's actually pretty good sometimes, you know, because it's the inner being. That's what we lose track is our inner selves. And I believe that that's what we need more is inner healing because the external will take care of itself if the internal is working. But if we're always working on the external and we never see the internal, we're never happy. So that's why I see some, some people that do have money. And when I was one of the person that made a whole bunch of money, I looked around and said, I'm not happy. Why do I feel empty? What's wrong with me? I'm making great money. I have a car. I have this, but it was nothing. And then when, when God said, I'll take it all from you, I have to see my true self and lose a lot during a short period of time. And the best thing that could have happened to me was I lost the external role, but I found my internal self. Are you looking for a holistic approach towards healing the mind, the body, and the spirit? Well, head over to trinityvibes.com to find out more information about Reiki healing services and other products such as crystal quartz, rose quartz, amethyst stones, different types of jewelry that you can wear that can help heal the mind, body, and spirit. So head over to trinityvibes.com. That is spelled T-R-E-N-I-T-Y-V-I-B-E-S.com. That's trinityvibes.com for your holistic approach towards healing the mind, body, and spirit.
what are some of the tips that you can give to people to let let them know that it's okay, we can get through this from yeah. your point of view? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, cause I was there, I was burnt out. Like I was, I was done. And, and, you know, I would say the first thing is start small. You hit on so many good things. I brought in plants to my office. I brought in a, a salt lamp to my office, right? Like changing the music and, and all those little supports that you can start. So start small. It doesn't mean you have to start like going to the gym seven days a week or something <laughs> or, or cutting out meat all at once. Right. You know, yeah. every little small step helps. And so what I tell people is seriously stop being an overachiever, like give yourself a break and start small and be okay with it and create a plan that is sustainable and realistic. It's just like new year's resolutions. We go gung ho, right? Like we're going to go to the top of the mountain and we end up falling down the mountain because we took on too much. So, so if you really want to make shifts, start small and be okay with it. Like just accept that and celebrate your small successes. If you, um, you know, got out for your lunch finally, and you haven't all week and you did it once celebrate it. Like, it doesn't matter. You didn't do it five times. You did it once celebrate it. So I think we have to step back and and just really start to give ourselves a little grace and realize if we're in it for the long haul, like how many years did it take us to get here? It's going to take a bit to unwind it. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm just saying it, it didn't, it didn't happen overnight. And then I, I just also say like, stop judging yourself. We are the worst about judging ourselves. And so I always encourage people be curious. Like we are being curious. This is like an exploration, a journey, a discovery process. And so we're going to get curious and we're going to start to dig in and uncover these clues about how we became who we are and how these beliefs and these habits are impacting us and what we really want. And, and so it's like an adventure where, you know, it's not about judging. It's not about saying I did it wrong all this time or why can't I do it differently? It's about, Oh, that's the key to why I'm eating candy every night. It's, you know, or whatever. I might've, I might've mentioned that from my own experience, you know, eating candy every night, but you know, there's always something. So be willing to practice, like be willing to be an adventure in your own life, be willing to practice and let go of being perfect, let go of that self-criticism and just start small and be okay with that. Like that's the key. It definitely is the key. And I remember when I used to be a perfectionist (laughs) and it can happen this way if it's not exactly on point. And I believe that that was one of my biggest stress factors right there because I was afraid to not be perfect for the fear of being ridiculed or if it's not right, somebody's going to judge it because we were used to people judging us based off of what we did and didn't do. And the biggest liberation I realized was letting go of what people think, go ahead and do it anyway, because guess what? Nobody's going to care if you do it right. Nobody's going to care if you do it wrong. You know, it's up to you to decide, is this going to work for me? And we can always go back and fix things. You know, if it doesn't work out the way, we envisioned it to work because sometimes when we plan, it goes in a different route and it actually might just work out a little bit better right there. And that's why I believe in the, the self-love theory. And that's where we lose, lose ourselves because we wasn't taught to really love ourselves. I believe it was always to love everything else, love everybody else, give to everybody else. If you don't, you're selfish. The, mom- the moment you think about self is like, you're wrong. And that makes us feel guilty. So if we do do something for ourselves, we have that guilt conscious about it, you know, and it's like, how do I let that go? Well, you have to be selfish. And I mean, it in the sense that you got to love yourself first, because if, if they say what we put out is what we get back, if we don't love ourselves, we're not getting back love. We're just going to get the illusion of love. And then we will wonder nobody does anything for me. So it's like, we got to take that step back and say, you know what? I love myself. Perfection is an illusion because perfection does not exist. I don't even know what perfect is, to be honest. I don't know and don't care to know, but I can be a better version of myself is what I can do. You know, I can learn from my mistakes. I can sit here and say, you know what? I'm not here to be perfect, but I'm here to be the best version I can today. And tomorrow when I wake up, I'm going to give it a shot again. I'm going to keep enjoying myself. And the more I love myself, the more I'm going to love others and want to do for others and don't even have to expect nothing in return. I'm just going to be my authentic self. 
And I believe that self-love is what we need to go back to. We have to love ourselves. It's like I tell my children, you know what? Love yourself. I love you too. Because at the end of the day, we got to practice loving yourself. Practice builds confidence. You know, when you're doing something, it's okay if it doesn't work out. So what? You're going to get there. It's like I told one client, I said, when you first started your job, did you know all the duties of your job when you first started? No. Did you mess up sometimes? Yes. That's what life is about. We're not going to know everything. We're going to make, I don't call them mistakes. We're going to um, run across challenges, obstacles that we have to overcome. Don't look at it as a mistake. Get past it, learn from it, and continue to grow. So it seems that in, in careers, we're willing to continue to train and learn and understand but in our personal lives and the other things, we like, oh, it doesn't work. It's not for me. Oh, my God, this is horrible. Oh, I'm bad. No, no, no. Don't beat yourself up. Step back and say, OK, I can learn from this because I can tell you at a job, I've made some mistakes where I'm like, oh, my God, I hope I don't get fired. And I'm still standing here. And I went to my boss like, you know what? I kind of messed up the network system a little bit because I was new, didn't know this. I'm, oh, it, we, it can be fixed. You know, just the same thing with our life. We can fix things. We can move forward, you know, and don't kill yourself over it. Just keep um, moving. And for me, the biggest reward when it comes to helping someone else out is because of the fact that I know how it feels to be stuck. I know how it feels to be lost. So when I'm able to help somebody out and give them sound advice and information and they're able to use it and it works for them, that actually do make me feel good. I like to celebrate people wins. It feels good to me internally when they're able to win. You know, so for me, my biggest reward is seeing somebody coming out of an obstacle and overcoming it. And they call me up and say, hey, guess what? I tried it. It worked. I'm like, and if it didn't work, I said, let's try this. But, you know, that, it, it, that that's the reward that I feel from helping others. So tell me within you, what are some of the things that you feel the rewards from when you were helping out other customers and clients? Yeah. Oh my gosh. The transformations are just amazing, right? I feel so blessed to be on the journey with people. And, you know, two stories that kind of come up for me. One is, um, I had a client who was so worried about being judged, like would not really do anything fun because she was so worried about what others were going to think. And she was so down on herself. And, I won't forget when she finally texted me and said, I just did this, you know, thing that I've been wanting to do for so long. And I didn't care what people thought. And I probably looked crazy, but I had the biggest smile on my face. And I was like, yes, like, that's it. She, she took the leap and she did this thing that, that, you know, she's been wanting to do and it fed her heart. And she finally let go of that judgment. Right. Yes. So that was huge. And then, you know, just the, the wins when clients text me and say, I stepped away from my desk every single day this week and I feel great. Like I feel more energized. I don't feel as stressed, you know, like on Friday when I check in, I don't feel as stressed. I feel like I can think clearer. Like I felt like I got so much done and I'm like, yes, you took care of you and look how much you gave to everybody else. We think that by working ourselves like crazy, we're giving more. But when we work from that place of depletedness, right, we're actually not giving the best of us to anybody. So, right. I mean, so when we take that time to actually stop and refresh and recharge, like I have my most creative brainstorms when I'm hiking, like I, I come back and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to do all this stuff because I was able to step back. And, and that's what happens when people step back at work too. Right. And then they have these brainstorms and it feeds over. And so like the simplest things like that make me so happy for my clients when they, they make those shifts, they change their mindset. And that's, it's that simple. It's not like they went and took a (laughs) month long vacation or something. It's like, I took my lunch and I took time for me. And I'm like, like hallelujah so good you know (laughs) so yeah it's it's those little things that make me so happy and just because i know that will stick with them it's time to rebalance those chakras you heard me right rebalance those seven chakras that is within to keep us in that forward movement and growth in our life so if you're interested in breaking to trinityvibes.com where you can find out more about Reiki and different quartz stones that you can utilize to help to balance out the mind, the body, and spirit. That is trinityvibes.com spelled T-R-E-N-I-T-Y V-I-B-E
TRINITYVS.com. TRINITYVIBES.com. Rebalance. <laughs> that rebalance right there, just by taking a lunch break. And I've knew of people who didn't take lunch breaks and they would just work through it. And I'm like, take a break. I even had employees that used to be like, oh, I can't, I can't, I got to get this job done. No, you don't. I'm your supervisor and I'm telling you, take a break. You're working yourself. You know, you're working yourself to death. It's going to get done. Take a break. And that's the part right there is just taking that break and get, you don't have to always kill yourself. Just take a break, relax, and then get back to it because. I believe you get that cluttered brain for just always moving and you never get a chance to sit back and take in the moments. You know, it's like my daughter, she's eight years old. She asked me, so what are we doing tomorrow? I said, we're living for today. She don't ask me anymore. I said, we're living for now. I said, I don't know what we're doing tomorrow, but today we're going to do this. This is it. We're not focused. She's all, what's this? What's... No, no, no. Today. <laughs> and, and it's like, and I'm getting her in that mindset and I could see school was doing that. Thank God for a little bit of that homeschooling because I I kind of flipped that script around because I'm like, wait a minute, I don't have her in a rush like this. She goes and meditates. We go to the park. We do all of these things. So I have to remind her that, you know what? We don't rush for tomorrow. Tomorrow's not promised. We're living for today. When tomorrow comes, we'll know what's going to happen tomorrow. But right now, we're going to enjoy this moment, have fun here, and be happy. Okay. So, you know, She'll move on with it because I noticed that life just does that. It's just like next, next, next. And it's like, it'll get done. But let's take a break. And like some of the biggest tips that I like to tell people is, you know, when you take a break for yourself, you gain clarity. When you gain clarity, you'll know what your next move is going to be. And you won't feel like you're confused. And at the same token, make a list. I call it my um, to-do list of things I want to do, do in life that I enjoy. Make yourself a little bucket list, to-do list, whatever you want to call it. Write those things down and put it on a vision board. There's nothing wrong with that. Put it on a vision board. What do you want to do? If you want to go to, um, to the Dominican Republican or if you want to go to Sandals, wherever you want to go, if you want to go to Greece, write it down. If you just want to go, go see Mount Rushmore, whatever it is, write it down and start working towards things that you will enjoy. And I realized when I started to do that after I did Sedona and I talked about it for half my life, but never went. But when I finally just said, I'm just up and go and drive there, it was the best move. And then the next move was, oh, okay, I have to go to uh, Mount Shasta. Now I got to go to Yosemite Park. Now it was like, okay, I'm going to go to these places. Okay, now I got to hit up all the coastal beaches. It, it became a habit, but it felt good. You know, it was like rejuvenate myself. I would tell people, live for you. And when I say live for you, always remember that you have to make sure that yourself is healed. If you're not healed in the sense that where you're feeling good, you're not going to be good to anyone around you. You won't live longer. You will be stressed out and you will let life pass you by your children, your family. Everything will go by. Take time out for you. See what feels good for you. Write it on a vision board. Write it down on paper. Take that few minutes of your time at work. When you take a break, break from everybody else. Don't I, I didn't like when I was in management, when we would have those lunch, those business lunches where we're still talking about work. This is not lunch. This is work. I'm eating and talking about work. My food is not digesting yet. I have to break. And, you know, and leaving from the corporate world like that is like, you know, I have to break. I, I can't do this. I need to actually have time to me. I don't even care if I'm sitting and looking at a tree for 30 minutes. It was refreshing. And so that's what I would like to remind people. And, and the biggest key factor. Life coaches, mentors, counselors, therapists, spiritual advisement. Those are some key references to utilize towards growth because I did not get here myself. I had to go through all of those, you know, and it helped me to understand me a lot better. And even now, I still don't know me 100 percent, but that's why I have go to people. And someone once asked me. Why are you going to another Reiki master to get a Reiki done if you're a Reiki master? I said, imagine if you were a surgeon and you need to get surgery. Are you going to do surgery on yourself? I know. Oh, okay. I guess that makes sense. I'm not going to do Reiki. I can do it, but it is not the same with me doing it myself. I'm going to go to the healer needs healing as well. You know, that's the key factor. No one's above it all. Any speakers that I've spoken to, they all have mentors. I have a mentor because 
I wouldn't understand. So I would really stress that upon people a lot. Don't be afraid to get mentors. Don't be afraid to get life coaches. Do not be afraid to seek counselors. It is the most therapeutic thing that you can do. And the activities that you can do to enhance your life is wonderful. You know, you'll find a new version of yourself that was being layered over by this world or that we didn't want to create that we had to bust out of this bubble right now, you know? So I would like to ask you before we close everything up, what are your tips and advice to everybody out there? Yeah. Well, I always say the best coaches have coaches because that's, that's absolutely it, right? Like having someone who's on your sides, a non-judgmental, you know, third party who all they want to do is help you and support you, right? Like that's all, that's what their heart desires is. How can I help this client be the best version of them is it's amazing to have. It feels so empowering and so encouraging and uplifting. And it almost gives you that boost of confidence that, you know, lets you take things to that next step, which, right. Like it's all in your head. And then you finally get to do it. Like you were talking about. So I just agree with you that, you know, finding those, those people, whoever it is, don't be afraid to interview them. Like I interview people. I mean, I do, I have a list of questions because I want to know that this is the best fit. If I'm going to pay you money and I'm going to tell you my secrets and confess to you that I'm not perfect, I want to feel comfortable with you. So don't be afraid to interview people. Think of the questions that you, you know, you have or, or the qualities you're looking for in that partner and ask them how they do their job. What do they use? Like we've talked a lot about energy techniques. I use energy techniques in my coaching business. So I do Reiki and I do tapping and I do meditation and and all of those things. That's not for everybody, right? So, So ask the questions and don't be afraid to kind of interview the person before you make your decision. Like, it's your right. Find who's the best fit so that you can be the best you. (laughs) (laughs) That is definitely the truth. 110% right there. Definitely the truth. Because, you know, I always believe that the path to healing is recognized that we're not healed you know, and healing is a life, lifelong process. You know, people will ask, how long did it take you to get healed? I'm not healed hundred percent. I'm always healing our spirit, our mind, our body is always going through a process, but the key is we're getting better each and every day. We feel better. We know how to use discernment. We know how to see who should be in our energy field and who should not be in our energy field. And if there's something that no longer serves your purpose, a career or path or whatever, or a relationship that's no longer good, you have the confidence to step outside and say, you know what, I'm through with this. I released the codependencies of all the stresses of life. I'm going to move to become the better me. Because I believe at times that we get stuck in positions and we feel that there's no way out of it. And it's like we're trying to figure out something. And while we're in that energy field of being stuck, it's hard to be, think to be unstuck because we don't see any other avenues because we're only producing the stuck mindset. So that's where a third party as you, as you said right there, who has no opinion of us, who wants to help us to move forward in our life, that's when it's key right there. That's when it's paramount in our life to make it happen. Because when I was at that point, that's when it happened to me, when I realized I couldn't do it no more. I couldn't figure it out. So I had to seek help. And that right there was the biggest eye-opener to my mind, body, and spirit at that moment. That's when growth began because I no longer saw myself. I had someone help me to see who I am, my who I am, and how much further could I go and become a better version. And I was like, "Wow, this is remarkable!" You know. So that's what I believe. You know, in life, right there. And so, my favorite phrase is, "You know, when we do better, we feel better. We become better because we are our greatest asset." That's how I feel about ourselves. And no one, no one is above being healed. We all need to be healed. And I believe that by having a forum to be able to help someone out, a forum that you have, that I have and others have, and it allows others to go out there and see that. So I think that that's a positive thing right there. And sometimes I know we want it to move faster, but it's moving, you know, it's moving at the pace and the people are coming along and they're starting to see, and it's, 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 it's a real great feeling to be able to help others awaken. That's one thing I can say is wonderful right there. Anything else, the most rewarding experience of my career path has been able to help others, you know, because we understand that path. And I can say for this session has been a very great session. I've enjoyed it 110%. So 
I hope that you'll come back in the future, you know? So I've been enjoying this. And what I would like, you know, I would like you to speak on this part. Let the listeners know how they can reach you, any information that you want to give out there to them to let them know further. So I give the rest to you. Thank you. It's been great. Um, yeah, so I, you can find me online at www.amberjensen.com. It's Jensen with a O. Um, and you can, you can find me on Facebook and YouTube under Amber Jensen. Um, and so I have, you know, workshops, they're low cost one hour workshops. If you're not sure where to start, to start your process. Um, I have workshops on my website and you're, you know, I encourage you to sign up and give that hour to yourself if you want to, or just reach out and chat. I do a free 60 minute call just to see, like I said, it's so important to me that people get the right fit, um, and have the right person that they're working with. And so I always do a free call to, to kind of dig into that and see like, are we good to work together or not? So don't be afraid to give it a try. You can always say no if you don't want to do something. So just just take the leap. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Amber, for being on HD3 Coach Hill Motivate podcast. Really enjoyed this. Listeners enjoyed this. So you have a wonderful day. Thanks for tuning in. Hope to see you again. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>